I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Before round four kicks off, we're going to go through some of the moments of round three. And normally we pick just one, but to be honest with you, there were so many this weekend. And in one game in particular, there was a couple of moments that really caught my eye. So I'm going to go through a few of those today. All these moments, they come from the blockbuster clash between the Melbourne Storm and the Parramatta Eels down there at Amy Park. Of course, the Parramatta Eels coming home with the dub here. Uh, a very close game, a sensational one. It had a huge finish, which I'll talk about in a minute, which I'm sure you're all well aware of. We spoke about it on Bloke in a Bar this week and every other podcast would have spoke about it as well, involving Ray Stone. We'll touch on that very soon and the sort of guy that Ray Stone is. But first of all, I just want to take you back a little bit earlier in the game and just talk about this moment of absolute brilliance uh, from the Melbourne Storm's main man, Cameron Munster. I'm going to take you back to the very start of the set. This set starts on Melbourne's own track. Line. Cam Munster is in dummy half. He throws the ball to Justin Olam to get them out of a little bit of trouble. And this is where the magic starts. Here he is, Justin Olam, able to offload. Got it to Smith. If he finds open pasture, he's quick. Now Pappenhausen. Now Veramia from Melbourne. What a start to the second half. I said semi-final like early. This is like it's sudden death. Oh. Now Munster will kick on plate two. Media's chasing. Here comes oh, Gufferson. Media gets there clearly. What about the vision of Cameron Munster? His manager's just put another zero down the end of the contract if you want him. 
This is the stuff that I really love about this sort of podcast that we do because we get to point out these little moments that the vast majority of you would have seen or would have noticed, but it's the little things around the play that you probably didn't notice that I see because I watch it so damn closely and so many times. And you watch this play, Cameron Munster gets into dummy half here, throws the ball to Olam. It's a pretty routine hit up, or it should have been in anyway. Olam bursts through. Uh, it's a pretty poor defensive effort from Reed Marnie on this play. Uh, he's, he's had a bit of an indifferent start to the season, poor old Reed. This is a really bad miss by him, and Olam goes straight through. Now you see Munster, he gets out from dummy half, he, he's, he's tracking on the arse of Olam. He actually ends up on the left-hand side, and he throws the ball from the right to the left. So he actually scoops around and goes, sweeps around, sorry, goes around the other side of Olam, and he's sort of in front of the sticks. Olam then sort of ventures over to the right. He eventually finds, I think it's Felice Kafusi who finds Ryan Pappenhausen, who finds uh, Dean Iderima going down the wing. And if you watch on the wide shot, which you can have a look on the KO Mini, you can see it there. You can see Cameron Munster the entire time, and he's tracking through the middle. Now, he's about 40 metres infield from the ball. He's a long way from the ball, but he knows that because the ball's on the right touchline, all of the all of the defenders will push over to that sideline, which means there will be space in the middle. The reason why he's doing this is because he's preparing for the kick back infield, and this is the new Cameron Munster. He's not a stand back on his 20 and 30 metre line and watch the play unfold and cheer the boys on. He's actively putting himself in the right positions to be able to assist the team to get to their end goal. Now, the other point of him staying in the middle and not chasing the ball is so that if they do get tackled, he knows that off a two ball, he's going to have it in the middle. As we said before, because the ball's over on the other sideline, the entire team is going to go over to that edge. It means that there's going to be space on the left edge. Now, eventually, Irema comes off his right foot. He gets tackled. And if you watch Cameron Munster on the wide shot, you only see it for a split second, but he is he is, he is analysing the entire field. He's looking all over the place, and he can see that the entire Parramatta line has shifted. They've shifted towards the Melbourne Storm right wing. He gives one glance at Nick Meaney, just a glancing look. That's it. And then he looks at the space. He can see the space there. He also addresses that Clint Gutherson has made the tackle on Irema. This is what the great halves, the great ball players do. They assess when a fullback is out of the line and they back in their boot off the back of this. Another guy to watch that does this in the comp is Jake Clifford. He is brilliant at it. He does it regularly. Another one, if you go back and watch the Cowboys game on the weekend, Chad Townsend, every single time Tessie knew was out of position, he made him pay for it. Yeah, this is what the good ball players do. And this is the sort of form that Munster's in at the moment. He has trained himself into this form. He's always had this vision, but now he's fit enough to put himself in position where he has more time. He could see the space. It was only second tackle, remember? Yeah, it's very early in the set. Second tackle, he knows that Clint, Gutherson, that Clint Gutherson is at first marker. He knows he's made that tackle. It's a retreating line that have all had had to shift along. There's space for Nick Meaney. Gives that one glance. He gets the ball now. As I said, he was standing at about 50% right in front of the black dot. He's waiting for the two pass. So he's waiting for Grant to give it to Jerome Hughes to then send it over to Cam Munster. Sorry, not not Grant. He wasn't playing in that game. But he's waiting for the dummy half to give it to Jerome Hughes to give to him. Now, the ball lands in no man's land. It's not a great pass. It, in, it lands in between that of Jerome Hughes and Cameron Munster. It's a spiral ball. The, the top of it is starting to hit the deck. Cam Munster knows not to attack it. He knows that that ball is going to sit up, which it does. He gets it. He turns his 
his body and he snaps it off the left foot. He puts it in that corner. Now, he doesn't just kick it into the space and let it sit there and hope that he's the first man there. He kicks it hard enough so that the bounce is going gonna, is gonna to meet Nick Meany on the fly because he knows that Gutho is a smart enough footballer to address in this moment that there is a lot of space back there and there is an opportunity. It is a pinpoint kick. It is an absolute moment of genius. But all this genius, all this vision from Cameron Munster, it comes from the effort he has put in during this offseason. Cameron Munster last year would not have been in the position to make that play. This comes down to dropping the alcohol, training extra hard, starting extra in the season, dropping those few extra kilos. All of those little things that Munster has adjusted in his game, but also in his life, they all come to fruition in this moment. And it's a small thing, yeah, it's a very small thing to be tracking up through the middle, to be ready for the next play, to see the vision, to note where Clint Gutherson is. It's a lot of small basic things, but a lot of small basic things that a lot of footballers aren't able to do. And a a lot of small basic things that Cameron Munster would have been able to see it last year, but he wouldn't have been able to, to, to execute it. The ball hits the ground. It's chaos. He's got to worry about that. He's got the, the defense coming up in his face as much as they are a retreating line. There's like a five or 10 meter pass out of dummy half. So it gives the defense time. Hits the deck. There's an extra second. This game, it is decided in a matter of seconds, in a matter of inches, a matter of centimeters. Cameron Munster, it wasn't perfect for him, but he absolutely nails this moment. He puts the Melbourne Storm in, in, in the front seat here. They are cruising through this game. They look like to me like they were going to win and then absolute chaos comes at the back end of this game. It was so entertaining but it was headlined by one guy Ray Stone. He comes on and he pulls off some pretty special moments. Let's have a listen to the first one. Stone to Moses and Campbell Gillard, Nathan Brown, Dylan Brown on it comes for Gutherson. Fend on Hughes. Trainer at Blue Shirt of Parramatta just out talking to Mitch Moses. I wonder if he's reminded him. Field goal. Now Lane with it. And Lane has taken down. They're wide out on play five. Moses calling for it. He's got himself 20 away. Money goes wide. Moses bombs this time. It'll come down five minutes out. Stone. That's the second one of the afternoon that looks like it's led to points in that area. They call no man's land. The the fullback's not there in between defenders, and it's Stone. What a pickup that goes up. Here's the kick from Moses. A couple of months ago when the Dolphins signed Ray Stone, I know a lot of people were a little bit confused. I was very high on him, and I know a lot of people sort of blew up and said, oh, he's shit, he's this, he's that, and I never really understood it. The only thing that I can put it down to is the fact that he was forced to play 80 minutes as a hooker against the Penrith Panthers last year, one of the best teams of the modern era, without any time in reserve grade, and he threw a wonky pass at a key moment. And I think people decided they hated him from that moment, which is just so backwards. He's not a hooker. He's a lock forward. He did didn't have match fitness. He made 50-odd tackles in that game. I mean, just join the rest of us in reality. If you can't see that this guy is a goer, I can't help you. And if you cannot see how much a goer he is... 
off the back of what you saw on the weekend and what you just listened to, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. But this moment here, you hear him. He's at dummy half on the right tram line. The ball shifts left. They sort of take them on a little bit. Gutho, Dylan Brown, they work some stuff around there. Mitch Moses gets it back. And as you see in the modern game more and more now, we're not so much kicking to wingers or kicking to centers. We're kicking to land on the head of back rowers or your edge middle forwards, yeah? The reason why they're doing this is so that your center can jump in, can come in on the angle and actually run into the line of the ball and compete against guys that traditionally aren't good in the air. Your middle forwards that don't really know what to do. If they do go up for it, you're likely that they'll drop it. If they do catch it, you can force them back in. They're not overly aware of where they're standing, where they need to leap from. It's all a little bit chaotic. Mitch Moses, he puts in this kick on purpose, but in my opinion, I don't believe this kick was actually for Ray Stone. He is trying to hit the second rower. He's trying to land this ball on the second rower so Will Penasini can charge in on the angle and take them on and get some ascendancy in the air. He lands it a little bit short, but... You can see Ray Stone. If you watch this on the wide shot, Ray Stone, he makes sure he's onside. He gets himself back and he charges in there. He is a bench lock forward. This kick was not for him. He makes sure, one, he's onside. So he's aware the entire time that he's onside. He charges in just to get his hat in the ring. This is what Ray Stone is all about. He is all about being involved. Is he the most talented guy in rugby league? No, very far from it. But he's tough as nails and he's a goer. And this is why... Wayne Bennett has made him one of his inaugural signings up there at the Dolphins. He gets himself off so- onside. He knows that the kick is not for him, but he also realizes that the kick is short and Penasini's not going to get there. And the best thing for his team is for him to put himself in between all those defenders and try and get a tap back so they can play some second phase footy. He does that. He works his way in the middle of Nelson and Pappy, taps it back, and a little bit of luck falls his way. And not much luck falls the way of Ray Stone. He makes 50 tackles in a game. He throws one loose dummy half pass, and you all try and parade him as this guy that's never seen a football before. It's ridiculous. Not much has fallen Ray Stone's way over the last 18 months or so, but in this moment, he taps it back. It hits Nelson in the face. It rolls into the in goals and he's the only one there. Call it luck, call whatever the hell you want. You make your own luck. And Ray Stone has made his own luck by one, being aware enough to make sure he's onside. Two, to be charging onto a kick that is not even for him, but he addresses that it's not going to make its target. So he makes the very most out of a shitty situation that hasn't panned out perfectly for them. Puts himself in the right spot and scores a try to break the deadlock here for the Parramatta Eels playing against the Melbourne Storm in Amy Park. A huge moment. And at that point, I sat there and thought, wow, Ray Stone, what a footballer, what a guy. This just says the world about him. Hopefully, Parramatta can hold on. Parramatta being Parramatta, they let uh, the Melbourne Storm back into this game. They had an opportunity to kick a field goal. Instead of putting the the ball in the hands of Mitch Moses, they put it in the hands of Sean Lane, out on the left edge, under pressure, turnover. Pappy scores. All of a sudden, this game is hanging into the balance. It comes comes down to who's going to kick the field goal to win this game. Mitchell Moses, he tr- he steps up. He wants to own that moment for the Parramatta Eels. He hits an absolute nut of a field goal. It's going over for all money. And then absolute chaos breaks out at Amy Park. And the man with the most ticker, the man that puts himself in the position to come up with a 1 in 1,000 play, stands up for the Parramatta Eels. You know who it is, Ray Stone. We will be off to Golden Point again. This is Nathan Brown. Nice footwork. 
Brown gets in past the first line and makes 10. A valuable 10 at that. They will keep it on this side of the upright here. Barlow, a great run again. Parramatta playing out of the textbook here. Brown's got himself in an interference role. Moses with his first shot. Moses kick has hit the upright. Well, no it's matter, right side there. kick chases on side, including Ray Stone. Ray Stone being declared on side. And it's touched by the Melbourne Storm. It hits the right upright and comes oh. back into the hand. Ray Stone is on side. He's come off his right foot. He's beaten Jerome Hughes. The only Parramatta player inside. He's done his knee yeah, as he's done his knee. We have a decision. Well, this is incredible. He's done his knee in the act of scoring Ray Stone. And somehow Parramatta are going to win. This is a most dramatic moment. Parramatta are winning the match in Golden Point with Ray Stone scoring the first double of his career, mind you. He suffered a injury in the process. The simple value of just having goers in your football team. It's all about ticker, and that's what Ray Stone's got. Coming up with this play here, I remember at the time, I think I said it on Bloke in a Bar this week, I was texting Kempi when this was happening, and I saw him score the try, and I straight away said to Kempi, fuck, this poor bastard, he's going to cost his team this game because he's going to have to be offside. There's no way he's possibly onside when they throw the ball back to Mitch Moses for him to take a field goal. We go up to the video replay, and like he did on the kick to score the try before this, he makes sure he's onside. He leads the charge. I mean, I said before that the kick to the edge wasn't for him. You know what wasn't for him? The fucking field goal. There was no reason to chase this. The It was a one in a million that was going to hit the post and bounce back to him. More than likely, Moses either kicks the goal or it goes dead. Very rarely do you see this happen. It's almost unheard of. Even for it to hit the post and then land in the vicinity of Ray Stone is incredibly unlikely. Even if he hits the post the likelihood of it coming anywhere near him hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is incredible. The likelihood of him getting a bounce that he can actually regather, even more unlikely. And the likelihood of that bounce going closer to Ray Stone than it does to Jerome Hughes, who was right there. Unbelievable. Just crazy. And, you know, unfortunately in this moment, I I think it has been confirmed now, Ray Stone does his ACL in this moment. So it will be the last time he pulls on the blue and gold jersey for the Parramatta Eels. And I'll tell you what, it is one hell of a way to leave this club. It's terrible. It's unfortunate. I would rather see him at the end of the year coming off the bench in a grand final and coming up with big plays in defense. His bread and butter. But to finish... Like this with the Parramatta Eels, it sums up who Ray Stone is. And if he, if this would have happened to him the week before without these plays and he just injured himself, I think Parramatta Eels fans would have remembered Ray Stone forever. 
as the guy that came on and was exhausted and threw that pass out of dummy half in the prelim final. Now they will remember him as the guy that effort built on effort won them this game against the Melbourne Storm at Amy Park solely because out of the 34 guys that were named to play in this game, Ray Stone, he was the one that wanted it most. He went that extra mile to make sure he got the job done for his team. 99 times out of 100, the things that he do does go unnoticed. 99 times, probably 999 times out of 1,000, the ball will not land for him. The ball will not hit Nelson Asafa Solomona's face and land in front of him for, for, for him to score. The ball will not hit the side of the post of the field goal, and he's the only guy chasing onside, and the ball will sit up for him to score. But that one time, that one time it's going to happen, you can bet your dick that that Ray Stone is going to be the guy that's there because that is the sort of footballer he is. He is all ticker. He is a true goer, and he is going to be a great signing. As I said a few months ago, he's going to be a great signing for the Dolphins because he's the sort of guy that instills a good attitude and a good culture, determination, perseverance, you name it. He's going to now have to recover from an ACL. Thankfully, it's early in the season, so he should be right to go by round one. But I'll tell you what, keep an eye on the stories at the start of next year when he walks into this Dolphins camp. He's going to be in the rehab group. He's going to join the, the big group a little bit later than the other players. And you watch the impact he has and the media reports that come out from the Dolphins about how hard he's going and how impressive he has been. Wayne Bennett has targeted this guy for a reason. If you didn't understand it when he made the signing, you should understand it now. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 